Oh boy, another day in the cavern. Welcome back to the podcast, Neptune's Cavern. I'm your host, Victor Eddy. Some call me Yeti, but you know that already. And I am here with my good friends, Phil, Bevan. Guys, say hi. Hi. And we got a good episode for you guys. Um, so a while back, uh, out of nowhere, at 7 o'clock p.m., I remember Bevan <laughs> sent a nice little Instagram message to the group chat. He said, guys, do you think we'll be able to raise the next generation properly? And I was watching anime at the time, so I wasn't even really listening to this guy. But I thought that was interesting. So I want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Do you think that this generation will be able to raise the, raise the next one well? See, I, I don't know. It's the, the, the generation that we live in, like social media has skewed our mindsets. Mm. Like the things that we're normalizing shouldn't be normalized. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. What's an example? Like, I don't know if this is a good example, but like toxicity. Like, I you know, that. like I how uh, <laughs> you know how people like uh, like to repost on Instagram talking about like it's like some people like toxic relationships. Yeah. It's weird. Like they they say like stuff like. If it's not this type of toxic, then they don't want it or whatever like that, right? So I feel like it's like, how are we going <clears> to... <throat> how is the next generation even going to survive if that's, that's true, how that's we're true. thinking, you know? That's fact. Like, um, when you sent that, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, how we're so quick to record everything. Like, someone could literally, like, be... Like, having a whole argument with their significant other and they'll record it. For the internet to see, right? So, like, when I when I saw, like, that thing of, can we raise the next generation? I'm thinking, like, bro, everything's for views. My, my kid, like... Yeah, bro, you can't be... My kid is sick. Bro, I'm recording. Oh, look at this freaking dumb freaking kid. Like, like, my thing is, if you're a clout chaser, stay away from children, bro. You cannot raise no money if you're facts. a clout chaser. That's facts. Kids are very monetizable. Just press record, bro. Watch them do something stupid. Play on the internet. Yeah. So, dude, I yeah, I I have no idea. Phil, how about you? Low key, if everything goes south in your life, have a kid and just make millions. What? <laughs> but anyways, man, like I I agree. But also, at the same time, I think, like, there's nothing new under the sun. That's that's true. That's true. Jeez. So I think the effects of social media are just uh, dramatically affecting our generation. Like, just no everyday things that affected people before. Yeah. It's just intensified. But if you're a real one like me, like, I, I can't be touched. I was watching this these one uh, these two guys. And they were talking about how social media didn't bring anything new. Like, every, like all those, uh, they were, they're specifically talking about Tinder, right? And how um, this one woman was talking about the issues of Tinder in that uh, it 
um, what's the word? It like, not exemplifies, but it amplifies like, uh, like segregation and racism in that a lot of people will swipe the other way on like black women. Um, and like the amounts of like disinterest in black women there, like it's not because of Tinder that people uh, started like having this stigma against black women. And it's not because of phones that people are not socializing and so on. There were always newspapers, there were always whatever, right? Um, and social media just brings that out in a different way. So yeah, I guess all those problems with parenting and so on would probably already be there. It's just social media would bring a different element of that. I don't know that how- That is true, bro. Yeah, you kind of have to be responsible to be a parent in the first place. So yeah. If you let social media dictate how you do stuff, then you, I don't know what you're doing being a parent in the first place. But at least for you guys, do you guys feel like um, you personally... Ah, nah, I'm not asking you guys whether you could raise a kid or not. Bro, I can easily I can raise a kid. Rate like thirteen right now. Thirteen, bro. That's a lot. That's bro. a that's a lot. Thirteen. Jeez. One for every day of the week. <laughs> okay, bro. This generation. I feel like is going to be very challenged because of social media. Like, yeah, like there's gonna be challenges that people have like faced and stuff. Wait, what am I saying? People have faced challenges before social media, but I think social media is gonna add more to the challenge. Mm. So it'll be harder because of social media than like that in other generations. Yeah. Um if like cause bro People care too much about social media. That's facts. It's weird to me. Like, like, uh, did you guys see that one TikTok where that dude was in the airport and he was about to board this flight? Oh yeah. Yeah, the like, dude. This guy's see, like, that's that was one of those videos that made me think about that question. Like, what, what did you do? He he was just like, hey TikTok, I'm about to, uh, I'm just in the airport, um. I'm just in the airport and like he's about to board the plane. He's like, I'm in this airport and I'm gonna bomb this plane like really loud, and then showed everyone's reaction and everyone's just horrified. <laughs> and then the next cut is like this guy's inside that like secret airport room. Yeah, he's talking to like, and I this guy's like, yeah, you can't do that, bro. So pretty much this guy just put himself on the like no fly list for TikTok. Um, that's that's really what made me think like. It's, it's over with for this generation, bro. The next generation got to parent themselves. Dang. In all honesty, bro. It's like, dude, yeah, we, bro, like, uh, people care so much. That's even worse, though, because regardless, like, no matter what, our generation is going to parent the kids, so the ne next generation is going to just be worse. And then they're going to parent the next generation, and then it's just going to... Social media, man. That's tough, man. So, what does one do about it? Step one, stop caring so much. About social media. 
I care think. about other things. Yeah. Like your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think people just need to care more about the physical people that they can see, like, in their day-to-day lives. Like, see, what about people who get paid off social media, though? Yeah, most, that's of them, most of them are dirtbags, though, so... Oh. like dude instagram models i watched that no 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 no, bro i watched that freaking um i think it was jubilee they the middle ground for jubilee Uh, instagram models versus runway models dude instagram models are so annoying and i understand that it's just three of them and they can't like uh yeah speak for everyone but Bro, the fact that all three were insufferable says something. So, dude, I don't know. I don't be messing with no influencers, no nothing, bro. There are a few good people that are doing the good work, but I don't know, bro. Just social media is just ruining lives, but that's always been a thing. It's just now you can see the people that are annoying all the time. Back then, it was just maybe one annoying kid in your neighborhood. Now you see all of them in your country. <laughs> how's how's work for you, Phil? It was actually pretty nice. I won't lie. A nice workplace. I didn't do much work. Drove around brand new cars. Range Rover. I was bro, it's Yo. not picking up anything. Bro, you really have to speak louder, bro. Bro, my lungs are at max capacity. Just bring it closer. Yeah, oh, see? It's picking up, bro. Yeah, so talk like that then. Nine to five jobs are like just... Just say you don't they, like nine to five. There's there's no way to progress or climb from them, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like there's always a stuck. You feel place. stuck. Yeah. There's one place you can make it, and that's. But some the people end. like do enjoy their nine to fives. As long as you really enjoy. I think it's yeah. Doing, if you no, I enjoyed it, but I realized like. It can't be where you stop. Like this one sales guy came up to me. He's like the leading sales guy. Mm-hmm. He, he sold like thirteen cars in one week. He came up to me. He's like, "I've been here for one year. I cannot see myself here for five years." Like, yeah. and he's like the number one sales guy. He's doing the best. He's making probably like a hundred k at a like, car dealership, bro. Like minimum, and he's selling like Nissan Rogues, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, if he was at like BMW, why, bro? He could easily get a new job. No, but it's it's the sales life, dude. Because he said. He told me I was talking with him. He's like, "Oh, uh, first few weeks of the month, I sold like a car, more than one car every day." And he went a week straight without selling a car, and then his job was on the line because, like they said, it, they said like after a certain time period, they'll fire you if you don't sell a car. After talking to him, man, I've seen the outlook on life is not looking too good for real. What makes? Just think about it. No matter how much money you make. If you don't like what you're doing, you're just going to be sad. Mm-hmm. But think about this. If you like what you're doing, but you're living under the poverty line, you're going to be sad. Mm-hmm. Well, to an extent. To an extent. The thing is, life isn't fair too, bro. I think about this a lot. It's like, I could work 
on something that I like doing for so long in hopes to become like wealthy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a possibility that my whole life I'll never reach that goal. But then the question is, are you okay with that? Oh, sorry guys. By the way, we we got some delivery over in Neptune, man. It's crazy out here. But yeah, um, it's a matter of are you okay with that? Because, like, there's and I'm not trying to say it as like I'm a negative thinker. Yeah, yeah. it's actually like there are people out there who could have been Elon Musk in Elon Musk position, but they're just not. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's just I don't know, man. It's just some of it is just not. You can work as hard as you want, but you could probably still never make okay, it. Just go ahead. I think though it's like um, it's like where, what is your man? I was talking to my brother, and he was talking about uh, one thing that he learned um, this one time or whatever, and he was saying that too many people see success as like a an event or like a certain goal or a certain like height or whatever right but success can be like a a long-term thing you know like people see success as an action or maybe a certain height but really success can be a destination right so I don't really know how he said it but let me explain some people think that getting one million dollars, being a millionaire is success or being a billionaire is success or having your own house is a success, right? But what if success is more like um, you've achieved a certain way of life? Like success is being a good parent or um, I don't know, being a good husband or being a good friend, whatever, right? Uh, and then it doesn't matter like what happens financially or to your physical like uh, property or whatever, you're still successful. It's just that there are other things that happen in life. Like, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think that's like a good point, but those other things that happen in life can really weigh you down too and then it helps it makes you feel like the other stuff that's going on isn't as important as that one big thing that weighs you down Mm -hmm. so it's like hard to find the balance I guess but I mean I think what this person was trying to say with making it that like view is that if you're if being successful is being a millionaire then what happens when you lose that millionaire status and like you drop down by a hundred thousand? Are you now a failure? No, because you went through all this stuff to get there. But see, that's the thing. It's like if that was your idea of success, then you not being any there anymore means that you failed, mm-hmm. or now you're no longer a successful person. I think to me, it's like everyone wants to be a millionaire. Everyone wants to be some big person inside their job or whatever. But I think that being a successful human is a lot more important and a lot more fulfilling. Um, 
if you can be a good friend, somebody that other people can depend on, somebody that people like can trust, and overall just having like a good reputation among other people, not just reputation, but that you're a genuinely good person, you're trying to be a good person and even better. I think that that is reaching success. And then anything else that happens after that is more like, uh, it is what it is. But that doesn't diminish the fact that you have been able to get to that point of uh, people having that trust in you. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's interesting because it's like, the end of the day we're just trying to do as much or do whatever we can and whatever we want before we die I guess so whatever a successful life looks like to us that's what we're gonna do Mm -hmm. yeah so Phil where do you see yourself going um, now that you uh, don't work at that dealership anymore I think what I truly learned from the job is that finding a place that you like and you feel comfortable is more important than how much money you're making because every day I had to wake up at like 6 to go to work but it was okay with me because I liked the people I was working with and Mm -hmm. I liked the job that I was doing. Yeah. But if you're working somewhere and it's like Every day you wake up and you're sad or angry, depressed, because you, you already know you're going to suffer. I don't think any amount of money is worth that, because in the end, you're just going to die, and your life is just going to be full of suffering. Mm-hmm. Which is worse than not having the biggest house or nicest cars. Yeah. But then, um... Yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good point. Um, not to say the people who are in nine to fives or are in jobs they don't like necessarily uh are hopeless or whatever i think that like in some cases like like parents who need to put food on the table somehow for their kids and the only way to do that is by working at save on foods nine to five they hate their job but it's like at least i'm putting food on the table um that's fulfilling in some way I would say even if you hate it like you're doing something you're doing it for like a reason Mm. yeah that's it's a sticky one but I mean for me uh, I felt the exact same way like me working at sports check um, I was constantly around people that I really liked I liked talking to them they were chill um you know, I grew professionally because my manager knew that I wanted to do something with fashion and she like mentored me about certain things and stuff. Kind of like went ab- above and beyond. And yeah, I like woke up no matter how early it was. I woke up and I was like, yeah, it's time to go to work. Like not every day. Obviously, some days I was not trying to be there. But for the most part, it was positive. Right. So, yeah, that's. But then, of course, no matter what job you're doing, at one point it will feel like work. And you wake up and you're like, hey, I'm going to work, right? 
No, that's, that, did you learn anything professionally while you were there? Um, yeah. Like, being in the car industry, you see a, there's a lot of backwards things that people think and they don't know. Like, working at Nissan, I don't know if I can even speak on this. Like, there's specific cars that from the factory are broken. Like, so that when you buy them, they have to be fixed because... Mm. dealerships don't make the most of their money off selling cars most of the profit comes from fixing the cars after they've been already sold mm. so like the service side is where the money is actually made cause the 20 like the 2022 Nissan Pathfinder like we got two of them and instantly like as soon as they touched the lot they were sold but they already have a recall on them like they were just dropped like Imagine you buy a new pair of shoes and there's just no shoelaces like from the factory. Like that's how that's dangerous though. Like you could get someone killed. No, nah, I like don't a... think it's anything. It's nothing faulty like to the point where this could kill someone, but it's like the little stuff and yeah, it's like you'll be able to drive it around, like show off, but I guarantee in a week or two. Bruh. You'll be right back where you start. Like, I, <laughs> like I've seen people with brand new whips. Like, have you seen like someone purchase a car and then a week later they're back because they're trying to fix it? Dude, literally, customers like get a car. Like, and I worked there for a short amount of time. Think about it. Like, uh, they get a car and they're back, and then the salesperson that sold them the car is like doing all this extra stuff trying to keep them happy, and then they're just spending racks on fixing their car and then they fix it the first time and they leave and then they come back the next year and it's man. a cycle bro wow. capitalism man it's so crazy. at least what did that teach you it's like you gotta look at things differently like perspective it's like I feel like people see like use cars as like or use things in life generally just as like nonsense but like yeah Oftentimes, if you get a nice used car, it's like ten times better than than any brand new car off the lot. And like literally, no one at Nissan that I was working with drove a Nissan. So like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I learned Nissans are trash. And that, yo, you just gotta change perspectives. I think that's interesting. It's like. Yeah, especially with, like, we were literally just talking about will we be able to raise the next generation. And, of course, flaunting and uh, gluttony and so on has always been a human thing. But nowadays, inside of, with social media, me being able to flaunt to someone who lives across the world. Too many clutches. This idea that, like, I need to be better than the next person and I need a better car or whatever perpetuates this idea that like oh i need this this and this and then people yeah are out here giving dealerships all the money in the world because i don't care about all these other costs just as long as i have this name brand and just as long as i drive this car and not realizing that it's actually putting them like thousands of dollars in the hole when they could have just bought a used version of maybe like a year earlier version of that car and would have saved like thousands. Yeah. 
I, so I think that's big. I think that's big. Um, for me, it's sports check. What did I learn? I had to learn, like, how to play the game, you know? Like, you're working with other people your age, some people a little bit older. And when I dropped down inside of uh, sports check, I saw all these different people and I instantly thought like, oh man, look at these guys like they're, they're probably older than me, more experienced, you know, like they look put together, like everyone looked put together, everyone looked like they're working hard, they know their stuff. And by the time that I'm leaving, everyone just looks like ordinary people. Everybody's clueless. Some people, <laughs> some people in the footwear department don't even like check out the shoe. They just <laughs> take it out of the shelf, give it to the customer. If it sells, boom, now they take it out of stuff. Like, we're all, all of us are trying to do as little work as possible, yet, but still enough that we look like we're working. Like, no one's put together, nobody's organized, everybody's just really trying to do as little as possible. Um, and what that taught me is that it's kind of a different version of what you were kind of saying, but for me, it was that no one is nearly as good as you think they are. Um, we put people on a pedestal and we think that, oh man, they're so put together. They're so, they're so great. Their life must be awesome. This must be awesome, whatever. But in like, in reality, everybody is struggling with the same thing. Everybody's trying their it's oh man that that's deep just like how everybody's trying to look like they're working without actually working in our world everybody's trying to look as put together as possible without actually being put together yeah feel that bro it's that's like cloud chasers man <laughs> <laughs> no that's actually deep Like, man, we're all going to university. We're about to all go into, like, classes full of people that will, like, first impression. I was talking to Phil that one. Phil, remember when, after grad, I was talking to you about that? Yeah. That first impression, how a first impression is actually the, uh, like, that's the farthest of the person that you'll see. Like, that, that's not them actually being them. That's just them trying to put on a nice little pretty bow tie. Um... And yet we put so much emphasis in those first impressions and they mean everything, but like sooner or later, they'll go against everything that we thought that they were. And then we have to adapt to that thing that we now know the truth about. Right? I'm going to have to cut this out. That's, that's really what Isaiah was talking about. <laughs> I mean, I guess all that means for us is that watch your back, bro. Like as you're as you're going to school, as you're going anywhere, it's, just, it's too hard, bro. What do you think? Like, how do you think? Like, um, back then was when it came to like meeting new people and stuff. That I've been, I've been wondering. Because nowadays it's like you'll meet a person for the first time, but you can't. Like, I'll, if I meet a person for the first time, I'll never judge them based off that first encounter because I know that's pro that like nine times out of ten, that's that's not, not them. them. Yeah. They're just putting it on the front just so that they can get to you. Yeah, I don't. And then I, once, I don't know. once y'all are comfortable with each other, then they let their guard down. And then you see some things. 
you just never thought like though with like we meet most of the people that we know through <laughs> online interactions um i feel like being able to judge people's character is very very useful uh psychology is very very useful in being able to know people like know when somebody's faking know when somebody's telling the truth or whatever um yeah dude like man oh there was something that you said and i and i wanted to also touch up on it um chasers no <laughs> dude i have something i have a personal vendetta against cloud chasers i <laughs> we can talk about that later bro but yeah just like just knowing knowing that when you meet them in person and they meet you for the first time they're trying everything in their power to be the ideal person that you want to see and then it's going to take time to break those down but then my sister gave me advice uh when i was younger and she said before you marry anyone see them at their happiest their saddest their angriest their most annoyed uh their most joyful like just see them in their rawest form of every single not every single emotion but each really important emotion uh so that when you get married nothing surprises you right cuz too often people get inside of these marriages and then like they thought their husband was like a very gentle and nice man and when he gets angry he's just a little crossed and then he gets like angry angry and yo <laughs> yo right so you really like don't be afraid to prolong the relationship in order to get information cuz don't get caught off guard when she asks you what are we when you've only been dating for 10 years. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got there. But yeah, Sports Check taught me how to judge characters, bro. For real. Facts, man. Why do you hate social media so much? Like, it's cool and stuff because, like, it's funny and, like, you can find funny things and stuff. Mm -hmm. But overall, it's just so weird seeing, like, people you know do some weird stuff on social media and then you meet them in person and they're, like, not the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just weird. They just do stuff for followers. Like, what's an example of that without, like, a name? There's this one week. Just don't say a name. Every single day I saw this one person post like dude they had to like they posted the same photo with like in the same angle of their friend and them hanging out and like yo and they're like the caption is like yo i'm hanging out with my bestie and then i i, I, I like sat down bro i was thinking do these people hang out together because they're really friends or do they hang out just to post just to mm. show other people that they have friends to hang out with mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying you people are then, clout chasing. You <laughs> like, I can't. I I'm like sorry, bro. That's the wrong I, term, bro. Clout chasing. Yeah, I the right word. Clout chasing is of, like going into a situation solely so that you can like put yourself out there. Exactly, like, bro. Think about it this way. What? Okay. 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 See, there's yeah. like, maybe it's not the right term, but I feel like it's just like a word that you can use for a okay. lot of things. Okay. Okay. But you guys don't think it's cloud chasing because 
She just, no, I just don't think that's the right ju- word, but I know what you're talking they're about. They're just doing it like so, to show other people that they have friends to hang out with, right? Uh-huh. But the thing is, why why are you trying to... See, this is clout chasing. You're <laughs> trying to impress other people mm-hmm. on the net. And then in real life, you're living in a miserable state, bro. Because mm-hmm. you don't actually have friends. That's gotta be clout chasing. Because the only thing that you have is the clout. Or, like, without the I clout, see, what I do see. you have? I see. Like, you have the clout that, I want to oh, say it was, it's clout, People bro. think that I actually hang out with this person. So, that should be enough to keep me going through the mm. to, through the week. Yeah, I of, think in this, like, that scenario, that actually might be clout chasing. Because if they're only hanging out in order to show people, I'm hanging out with this person, look at me. Is that not chasing clout? I don't say they're gaining clout. I think it's more of a... To show they're not lonely. Insecurity. Ah. Uh, that's like, another... The, bro, you know what I'm going to say, man? Clout chasers are insecure too, bro. Okay, that, just, that's true. Of course. That's true, because I think it I all think starts... the root of clout chasing <laughs> is insecurity, bro. So, that's I don't facts, know. It's bro. like clout chasing is like a big like oh, umbrella. Yeah. That could, you know? Yeah. I think... Uh, no, I agree. I think a lot of guys... Like, holy, a lot of guys like saying, oh yeah, women so insecure, so in their feelings, so whatever. But I think we have the same problem as well. Not like, me, bro. <laughs> Dude, why do you have to just let the man talk? Continue. Continue. I just have to put that out there. <laughs> Not me. I think we as men have the same issue where it's like, like look a lot of... um. Like, yes, there are toxic things relationship-wise or just on social media that you can see for women. But I think a lot of guys ignore the ones for men. Where it's like, we'll constantly just like, I don't know, girl uh, girl lets us down or like uh, rejects us or whatever, bro. Instant, like, bro, that that's the first bullet they're shooting. Just toxicity. Just, oh man, look at this girl, bro. She's for the streets. Or totally, like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I think guys can be just as petty. Um, And then when it comes to insecurity on social media, I think that guys and girls, we put a lot more thought into how we're perceived online than is what's healthy, right? Not me either, still. (laughs) Where it's like the picture's got to look a certain way. And, like, I don't know. Um... Gotta look a certain way. I gotta be in a certain pose. I gotta look like I'm like I'm a like I'm a gangster. I gotta look. I gotta look tough. I gotta look whatever. And it's like, man, who cares, bro? No, that's the thing. Bro. I what, bro? Who actually cares, bro? Some I'll people, punch you in your face. A lot of people care, though. A that's lot of the people thing. care, but that's the majority of social the thing media is, users. No care. one actually cares for your sake, though. That's the thing. That's what's so weird to me. No one cares for someone else's sake. They care for their own. Like, that's why I had to disable likes for myself on my account. It's crazy, bro. it I actually just, influenced me. I it like, influences my mind. you too much. And I, I really had to think about it. It's like, bro, 
at the end of the day, I'm a post, but really the post should literally just be for you because nobody yeah, will even No one cares. Like, it'll be on your feed, but nobody really cares. Nah, that's why I stopped posting because it's like you're getting into a game of just likes and numbers. It's literally exactly. just likes and numbers. You're putting likes and numbers on yourself. But there's also people that use social media and they're like, use it like grandmothers. And they just post like life updates, like just went to the store and bought cereal. Yeah. <laughs> and low key, I'm thinking about doing that. Like that low key is the way. That's See, that is that is low key better. Cause it's like cool. It's like yo, just live your life, man. And yeah. You wanna... That like that's what I'm trying to do. Where um, but like I remember when I first got Instagram, people would just post whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it's Ooh. gotta be... It's- Do either of you guys remember my ring pop post? Yeah, bro, this guy... I remember back, this guy would post when he was in, like, the store, <laughs> bro. He would post in front of the cereals, bro. Dude. Those were... Bro, bro. I would legit dudes, post bro. anything. But anything. now it's like, you gotta... I don't know, what is it? what does it mean to be Instagram-worthy? It's like everyone's like putting too much thought into Instagram. Mm. So the majority of you people aren't even getting paid to post. Why are you yeah. thinking about it so Doing much? It for free. And I think like I think there's like good things about posting where it's like someone like for me, um, before like I I at least want to be able to see the person and see who I'm actually about to follow, right? Oh yeah. So I can see the post, I can see you're a real human, like you do stuff or whatever, right? But then it doesn't really dictate it. That's why, like, if I see no posts, like, I, I'll just follow anyways, right? But I know for, like, myself, it's, like, I want people to see the artistic side of me. I want to post, like, different shoots I've been in. Just a picture that I had. Uh, I was with you guys somewhere. Not necessarily so everyone thinks I'm the big Don or whatever. But it's, like, I want it to be there. Um... But yeah, I think I think I might actually start going that Facebook grandmother route. Just post, I'll just post anything. If I did it, it's there. You guys are gonna know I ate cereal. <laughs> yeah, so. I like. I'm not saying don't post like nice stuff like mm. and like don't post, but it's just like, like it's more for your own sanity, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. don't put your. It's such a big rat race. Like thought into it. I yeah, guess. don't be stupid either. But like, just <laughs> like, don't put so much thought into it that you're, you're losing sleep over it. You're like depressed and have anxiety and all yeah. that stuff. It's just it's not worth it. It's just a social media app. For real, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to run it up one last time, bro. For real, bro. I- where are some closing thoughts? Man, this guy Victor is really leaving, bro. That's messed leaving. up, bro. That's messed up, bro. I am, in fact, leaving. Dang, bro. I'd say last podcast with the broskies, but you guys can you guys have Zoom. No, but I, I thought about it like a while ago. And it was like, I'm going to get to Toronto. Nah, see, the thing is, I'm already talking to people that like are going to Ryerson. A bunch of other dudes that are going to Ryerson. I can already tell it's like I'm not topping the mandem, bro. You're not topping the mandem? <laughs> Why are you wait? No, 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 no. His, his... Wait, wait, wait. No, Why do you say like that? Why do you sound so disappointed? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, I think I was just surprised you. I was like, I didn't know you were into that stuff, you know? <laughs>
<laughs> Not gotta be Captain bro. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Ten years of friendship for what? <laughs> Wait, bro. I don't even get top. <laughs> Mo, low key, bro. If you date for ten years and you don't get top, come on, bro. Bro. <laughs> Wait. Like your boyfriend? No. Wait, what? What? Cut everything out. <laughs> yeah. But bro, I was even thinking to myself, the only man, there's not. I don't know, man. I don't know if I could make new friends at this point. I I like I can like I can, I can make, make new, new friends, friends, but I just exactly. don't know if it's gonna be the I'm, same. You know. I'm not making any new best friends, bro. No, I can't make new friends. Oh, like just theory, friends. Bro. Like I just, I'm just. Honestly, I, I don't I even know. I'm talking point. about friends. I, my core schedule is not <laughs> gonna help me. Like I've lost all hope, bro. Dang. Like, you I good, just, bro? No. Because Victor's here. leaving, bro. Look at what you're doing to Phil, man. This guy likes. Nah, I don't even. Nah, bro. He'll be back for Christmas. Yo, you'll be back for Thanksgiving, I'll right? I'll be back for Thanksgiving, Christmas. Really? Yeah. You're actually gonna come back like Thanksgiving what like one with... day, bro. Oh shoot. Y'all hear that? Hmm? Dude. This is all <laughs> <coughs> Oh, the theme song? Okay. No, 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 bro. It's it's the it's the The Star Spangled Band. Matt Mac is dying, bro. Oh shoot! Well, no, nope. I mean, someone. See, this is why I think we should go scootering tomorrow. Like, someone, it'll be the last time we someone, have someone outro. Yo, we're leaving now, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yo, I'm, I'm out. I'm a. S- <laughs> Sorry, just keep going. Let me do an outro, bro. Why are you talking about Listen, your, bro, your once journey? You, once you say something. You have to just live with so the So why concept. do you guys say it? For comedic effect. But then, you know, the, <laughs> I guess the consequences outweigh yo, them. Literally. We're at 1%. <laughs> okay, right. yo. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for coming through, listening to the podcast. Um, that's been Neptune's Cavern. We'll see you guys. I got I to gotta put these guys on the next flight back to Earth. Can't stay here because Neptune's Cavern is just for me. Maybe a sweetie. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yo, what you should do, bro, is you should edit this, but also keep the, like, the raw so you can remember. The I always keep it wrong.